July 27th, we read the Gospel of Matthew 13, 31 through 35. The first parable here is the master seed, that is the smallest of seeds and then becomes the largest of plants, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. You may think, first of all, of the contrast that Jesus is drawing here between the, the smallness of the beginnings of the kingdom of God and the, the impact or the, the large outcome it has. You know, many times the, the kingdom of God in, in, your, in our own individual lives or also in society may begin very small by small, random, seemingly random events. They may begin very, may begin very small in numbers. I may think, well, what does the conversion of a few people do in a whole society? And, uh, or it may also be small in the sense of the world in general, society regards these things as small ones. You know, well, what people do on the religious side is something that doesn't influence the, the, the big mainstream culture. And yet, even though we may regard it as, as a very small thing, it has tremendous power, you know, the power to, to move human hearts, which is a tremendously difficult thing to do. The power to change structures that are deeply rooted in, in in our culture, or, or to change a heart that has become hardened, even in things you would want to change and you don't have the power to change it, that tiny seed of faith in Jesus Christ and, and reliance on His sacraments and His Word has this amazing power, really. Uh, and I, I love that phrase of the Lord at the end of the parable when He says it becomes a large bush and, all the, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. I think it's a great remedy against, you know, in a, in a society in which we are very tempted to individualism, we may lose heart in attempting anything big as a team or as a community of people because there's so much isolation and individualism and so much strife, we might say. We might think well, it's kind of useless to try and do something together. And, and the Lord says, well, when you join me, when you join forces, then people come together in different ways. Even though they struggle with it, they can come together. Um, and, and work as, a, as in, in community and become friends and be and open up and become teams that do things together. Uh, I, I remember a, a sermon by John Henry Newman, uh, the great English saint, that he says uh, that the, the church is a home for the lonely. You know, he, he detects loneliness as a sort of spiritual disease uh, of our times, uh, and and he he points to the church as a home for people who struggle in that sense of uh, finding true, you know, uh, camaraderie, friendship, and openness. And then the second parable, I would say it's similar in the scope that it, it contrasts the small beginnings and the big outcome, the impact, but especially it does emphasize this idea of the change that, that Christianity or faith can introduce into someone's heart, into someone's environment. You as, a, as someone who belongs to Christ can introduce, um, it can become a, a, an element of social change, a factor of social uh, influence that, that achieves a lot. And I, I like this, uh, this image of the leaven because it points to, you know, that not everything is exactly uniform in the body of Christ. There's different charisms and talents and some people have different flavors and emphasis and some people are very radical. Uh, in a way that not everybody's called to be, right? But the presence of those very you know, intense people, to put it some way, are what draws or what drives everybody else in a, in a certain direction. For example, 
a few months ago I was in a mission with the missionaries of charity in New York City and uh, with guiding some college students and being with those sisters, just seeing their lives. It was a kind of a quiet, uh, silent lesson to us. They didn't have to preach or say much, but just looking at them. Uh, and that's what I think is what leaven in the dough can mean. You know, when we are sincere in following Christ, each of us brings some, I think, some element of <laughs> intensity in some way or other that can be a good influence and other people need. Not, not to do exactly what I'm doing, but in order to us to kind of raise our hearts to something else. So as you pray with this, think in what ways this may resonate with you. Does it you know, resonate with some experience of your own life? Uh, and what does it prompt you to do? What is the Lord asking you to do based on, this, on these insights He might be giving you in, in this reflection?